0: It's God's will. Have you ever heard this said at the scene of some tragedy? It's God's will. Whenever I do, I just want to throw a flag and call foul. I mean, it certainly sounds pious and usually is well-intentioned. But it also sounds like God wants us to suffer. It's God's will. That just sounds weird to me. I know that we pray every day, Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. But can it be God's will that we suffer? What kind of God would we be left with if it is? Today's book of Job doesn't help. Job looks pretty good when you look at the whole book. But God comes off pretty bad. Listen with me to the beginning of the book of Job. It says, And the Lord said to Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job, and that there is no one on earth like him, blameless and upright, fearing God and avoiding evil? But Satan answered the Lord and said, Is it for nothing that Job is God-fearing? Have you not surrounded him and his family and all that he has with your protection? You have blessed the work of his hands and his livestock are spread over the land. But now put forth your hand and touch anything that he has and surely he will blaspheme you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand upon his person. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. That's how the book of Job starts. And honestly, if the story were to end there, I quit. This ain't for me. I don't want to work for that kind of God. I don't want to pray, Thy will be done to a cold, distant, test-loving deity. If the story ends here, I don't want to have anything to do with God. But I'm still here, because the story doesn't end there, does it? It doesn't end with Job's blank check acceptance of God's will, nor with the Apostles' machine-like recitation of the Lord's Prayer. The story ends with another praying. Not my will, but yours be done. Father, take this cup away from me, yet not mine, but your will be done. Does God the Father want his beloved Son Jesus to suffer? No. But the Father does want humanity to have the freedom to say no to God's will, a freedom to say no that gives value to our yeses, a freedom to say no that can even lead to the cross for his beloved Son. Does God the Father want his beloved Son, Jesus, to suffer No, but he does want the eternal sign of love that the cross becomes for all of humanity to look upon and to be healed, just as Moses lifted on the pole that bronze serpent for the healing of God's chosen people infected in the desert. Does God the Father want his beloved Son, Jesus, to suffer? No. But he does want the total obedience Jesus demonstrates in his absolute trust of the Father, even in the face of the cross. An obedience that paves the way for the liberation of all of us from sin and death should we choose to walk that path. This is God's will that we come to share in the love the Father has for the Son and the Holy Spirit. That we come to share in the love that the Son has for the Father and the Holy Spirit, and that we come to share in the love that the Holy Spirit has for the Father and the Son. It is God's will that we be one with God's trinity of love. That's what all of this is about. And when Good Friday is over, and the authorities that murdered Jesus are thinking to themselves, it's done. God acts. Death is vanquished. Jesus' yes to the Father trumps the no of our sin. And suffering does not get the last word. For the last word is resurrection. I can believe in this God. Worship this God. Love this God.